0: forties, yeah, yeah. Talkin about the 40s, oh, yeah. Cause 40s are 40, so yeah, oh yeah.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And today, we'll do what we do best. Drink and talk about music. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna be great. Yes! 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 yes. <laughs> so hyped! Yes! 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're just we're just getting game pumped. Getting pumped. Um yeah, let's fucking crack these crack these fellas open. Crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> Josh, what do we got here today? We're doing Bud Light today. Oh we <laughs> We're doing Bud Light because Yo know, uh, you, you had the label turned away from me so I couldn't see what it was, <laughs> so I was like, oh is this a big reveal? Yes. Sorry, why are we doing Bud Light today? I'm trying to watch my figure. Oh, okay. Um, Just kidding. I would say it's almost swimsuit season, but I think that's uh, pretty much already passes by. It's
0: okay. I don't know why, but when I said trying to watch my figure, I had this really like (laughs) I was almost gonna make this joke about like liking, like, really liking to watch my own self masturbate. Oh, I don't know why I was going to make that joke. (laughs) Because it seems unfunny and inappropriate. That's a
1: very specific way to go with watching your figure. (laughs) Like, I don't even, that's not who I am. (laughs) But I was like, my mind went there at first. Disclaimer, Josh does not like to watch himself masturbate. Don't. Please don't think he does. Um, when you said watch my figure, I actually thought of a Tenacious D sketch, wherein... They go to the drive-thru, and Jack Black is ordering things, but in, like, bizarre amounts. And he's like, it's because I'm trying to watch my figure. But he just orders, like, a bunch of stuff. He's like, I would like four chicken nuggets. And the guy on the other side is like, four chicken like no, 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 I don't want five. I want four. <laughs> Put two of them up your ass and give me four chicken McNuggets. Uh, yeah. Anyway, good times. Good times, and. Great oldies in that case. Good times at David Wayne's. Good times at David Wayne's. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Cheers. Good times at Cool 99.1. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I kind of like that. You know what we should do one of these times? Because I feel like we are, always drink these 40s and we enjoy them. I don't think, well, has there ever been a 40 that we haven't enjoyed? That's the question. Um, I don't think so.
0: I mean, Old English was just harsh. (laughs) Harsh and potent. Savage.
1: It was... Yeah. Brutal. It it ripped us to shreds. (laughs) It did. It was shredding. It chewed us up and spat us back out. Um, But I... Yeah, I've never had one where I was
0: like, "Mm, um, no.
1: Yeah. That's good. Um, Because sometimes... I would like I think it'd be funny If we did a ranking Of all the 40s Maybe that'll be like A, a top and bottom Episode thing Or mm. Like My memory isn't that good Same I'd have to I'd have to sample Each one of them I would too To know But that's where I was going with it Oh okay Is what, if the, what if at the beginning Of the episode To celebrate We just do a quick Taste tester Of every <laughs> single 40 We've ever had On the podcast And then like donate the rest to charity or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's, like, no efficient way to do that, though. No. Well,
0: like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe most of them sell them, like, in small, like, one 24-ouncer or, like, I
1: don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, they probably, except for, like, Old English and King Cobra and all the and all the savage ones, you're right. I think they do actually sell them in, like, cans or various others. So that might actually not be a bad idea. Just do, like, singles of the rest of them. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, I have, like, this other... My mind just went on a tangent, or sidetrack. Yeah. Last episode, was I... Didn't I bring up somehow about, like, going to parties with my sister and getting drunk or drinking for the first time? I think that was the one before. That was the one before? Mm -hmm. Why did I bring that up? Was it because we were drinking normal Budweiser? Oh, shit. Um... Or something
1: reminded me. Oh, yeah, well, because... I think we were drinking Miller High Life, and... You were like, it's the classic Seth jam, mm-hmm. and then I think we got onto the tangent of what was the first alcohol we drank. Oh yeah, and I think you were saying it was Budweiser because that was the beer that they had at the party, right? And and the reason I I'm
0: thinking about that again is like it was specifically Bud Light. It mm. was like, um, the first liquor I really got messed up on was Southern Comfort, but uh, like okay. there's Bud Light, so I was just drinking like uh, cans and cans of Bud Light. Damn, not not that many, but. I don't know. But, like, enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember just liking it a lot. It's intense. (laughs)
1: Um, I mean, but but the thing is, is that Bud Light tastes enough like beer where you're like, yeah, I'm drinking a beer, but it doesn't have, like, the overly, like, kind of coppery taste that really low-quality beer does. Yeah, it's like a good starter,
0: entry-level beer.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um... I actually wonder... I think the first beer I ever had was a Corona, actually. Because I have very fond memories of drinking Coronas. Um, I actually remember one of the... One of the first, like girlfriends I had when I was like an adult and old enough to drink she was really into Corona's so I think that's like I associate that with like a certain point in my life Mm -hmm. where I was like I'm an adult I can buy my own beer oh shit and so like Corona was like one of the first ones I really like bought like a six pack of so but I think I've said a couple times the first uh the first spirit I ever had was wild turkey which I still love to this day Um, yeah, good times. It might be interesting, actually, at some point. to ma- <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't do a ranking because that's just so many fucking types of 40s. But maybe what we could do one, to- one night, which might be fun, is do like a blind taste test and like see if we could figure out which one was which. I would fail. I'd fail super I'd hard. I'd get everything wrong. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Except for Old English. I think I could recall that one. Well,
1: Old English and King Cobra, Those I think I could figure
0: out. I think yeah. Mickey's you could probably get... I think I could get Mickey's.
1: I think for me where it would get hard is when it would get into like Bud Light, Regular Bud, Miller High Life, and like a couple others. I think those all would kind of blend together for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know, there's a couple. Like honestly, like PBR is pretty distinctive, but that doesn't come in a 40. At least not that we've found. Um, Corona's have a pretty specific taste. Um, there's a couple other ones that have had pretty distinctive tastes. I feel like if you gave me Mississippi Mud, I could probably figure that out. Yeah. But like you know, I say this all, I say this all hypothetically, but I'd probably fail too. So. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to act all like a hotshot over here, but I'd probably m- mess up all of them. Um, well, on that note see what we got here for this lovely evening's episode um so for number one we actually have a new number one and it's Girls Like You the Maroon 5 song which is so weird okay because I don't really remember that song at all but it has it has to B on it kudos kudos Maroon good job Adam Lambert you. Adam Levine. Oh yeah. I'm glad that you messed it up. Though. Oh man. That's, that's the amount of respect he deserves. I just feel bad for Adam Lambert that I messed it up. I actually kinda like Adam Lambert, honestly. Like, dude's got a good voice. He did that song What Do You Want From Me? <laughs> which I use for jokes all the time. So <laughs> uh, maybe I'll even use it as a joke tonight. I guess we'll have to find out. What do you want from me? Anyway. That song is number one Uh, Then we got number two Which is In My Feelings Uh, Number three is Killshot Which is that Eminem song Which was the response to the MGK song That we talked about last week Um, That's number three Lucid Dreams is number four And Better Now Clinging to the top five at number five Uh, And then We hop over to number seven Which is uh, God is a Woman Which is Ariana Grande so, she's still in our in our hearts. Call me. hashtag Call Josh, um, or not hashtag. You know, either one. Um, so that leaves us. The first song of the night is number fifteen. It's uh, it's our it's our good old friend Drake, uh, with a song called Nonstop. Uh, will it be a nonstop party or a nonstop nap? Guess there's only one way to find out, right, Josh? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> no. Oh 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 yeah. Um, Dove Man can't breathe. <laughs> Dove Man is thrusting is it... in the direction of the problem. Yeah. Oh no, Dove Man can't breathe. <laughs> like stickers his face with a Dove Oh Duff yeah. Singer. Oh my God. Yo, Duffman is definitely one of the most underrated Simpsons, like, secondary characters by far. And now, Duffman has a dinner date with his estranged daughter. Must not bring up why she dropped out of college. It's too sad! Yes.
0: Anyway, good times. Duffman is clearly the most underrated secondary character <laughs> of the Simpsons saga.
1: Second <laughs> only to facial Bob. <laughs> clearly. Just kidding. Sasha so Bob's a main character, not a secondary character. He's main in our hearts. <laughs> all right. Let's beep this. Hey, I'm a boss splitter. I'm a hard hitter. Yeah, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. I'm a wig splitter. I'm a tall figure. I'm an unforgiving, wild ass dog nigga. Something wrong with him. Got him all. Okay. So Josh just asked um, what Drake's <clears> name <throat> is. And I have a really funny story associated with that. Um (laughs) So There was a time when I was hanging out at home And um There was a There was some kind of Some kind of like YouTube comment On something Where somebody was like You know Aubrey ain't one for for spitting game And I was like Lol that's pretty fucking funny And Eva's like You know Drake's name is Aubrey right Okay. And I was like, wait, seriously? And she's like, yeah. I was like, damn, that's some funny shit. (laughs) So, anyway, that's pretty much my only story related to that. Alright, cool. Why do you you ask? I'm just wondering if he got a writing credit on that
0: one. Did he? He did. There's like six people and he's one of them. Oh, okay. Okay. So it wasn't completely ghostwritten? Oh, snap. I mean. Unless they just slapped his name on there, which that could have happened.
1: I mean, he was rapping, so, you know, they probably had to put his name on. Yeah. Um, You know... (laughs) Well... I don't want to totally trash this song.
0: No, I liked... I liked the music. I liked it was simple. Like Like the beat? Yeah, it was simple. But I liked the percussive tones. And I liked the basic rhythmic motifs and I liked the bass I liked the low bass and the melody like I could just group with the music I was I was into the music and yeah kind of the tone of his delivery I was kind of into Was was alright maybe it was okay
1: (laughs) kind of whatever yeah it was very it was very much like a a Drake kind of delivery and then you know the lyrics are literally just
0: wallpaper, I'm just like background, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I didn't dislike the song because I liked the music and I grouped, I was like vibing on it and mm-hmm. the tone of his voice, like, the tone of his voice, his delivery was not annoying to me. Okay. I was like, oh, this is just sort of like a relaxed confidence, which is Right. That's kind of cool. Sure. That's, it's that's kind of like, calming and pleasant to just have going on. Okay. Granted, I I might have liked the track better without any vocals, but... <laughs> but it wasn't bad. Like, it was, like, you know... There's like,
1: The lyrics are another story, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh... I'm just gonna get into some of those lyrics real quick. Because I don't know if we could talk about it without them. Um The main thing that I got from this is that... Drake really was trying to fashion himself in this song as some kind of like, yeah, like I'm super intense and like look how, look how strong and, and powerful I am and I just, I just murder people and eat them for breakfast. Um, like some kind of a, some kind of a demon or ogre. Um, but, this was directly after he got fucking destroyed by pusher t in that in that beef that they had
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it seems a little disingenuous for him for him to kind of like sneak one of these songs in you know Right. <clears throat> like, I feel like he's doing kind of, like, his Drake thing and being like, yeah, look how, look, like, look how successful I am, that's great, and they just slides those lines in about, like, yeah, like, you can't fuck with me, like, I'm this huge imposing dude, anyway, let's talk about all the money again, yeah, like, it just kind of, like, was snuck in there, like, at the end of that bar, and I was like, I don't really think that's true at all, like, I don't think you're intimidating at all, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah, he's very, very not intimidating. Like even his delivery when he was saying it, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm invincible." Yeah, like he's just like fucking like, it's almost like he doesn't want anybody to hear it. He's just gonna like say it and just be like, "Yeah, I'm super cool." I mean, what do no, you no, say? He wouldn't or? say. He would never say
0: anything like remotely um, antagonistic to anyone if it was if it, like he wasn't behind layer like layers of security. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's the kind of person or the like. Uh, yeah it's like It's not, not in a bad way He just seems like He's like a very Gentle
1: Seeming Soft person Right Like it doesn't seem like Rap battles Or any of that Is for him So like I don't know why He's trying to like Burl himself up In this song To be that He's the kind of person Where
0: he'd be like ha- He'd like ha- Have some sort of beef with someone But he wouldn't get beyond Like it's like Hey man And they're like Oh yeah what And he'd be like I don't know man You know and just kind of walk away. Like
1: that's <laughs> that's what I imagine him being like. Dude, there were literal Drake memes wherein like it would be like nice guy Drake. Do you remember those memes?
0: No. It would I... be
1: like it'd be like Drake talked to blank, being like, and then there would be the line like drake talked to a soccer ball like don't let them kick you around like that <laughs> like if he beams like that and it was funny because it's like oh like drake is like the guy that cares so right. like i just don't i just it's like it's like when taylor swift came out with look what you made me do she's trying to be like yeah i'm a fucking savage and i'm like i don't really get that from you though and so like for right. for drake to say that i'm kind of like i don't okay like if you want to think that you are that's fine but you're i don't think you are like it's not very believable i guess so there's something very she has like
0: she's really good at playing that like comforting sexy girl next door yeah,
1: totally. I think we've talked about that
0: before. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm... This is, like, so unrelated, but she's brought her up, and I was like, the first thing I thought of is, like, yeah, she's really good at doing that.
1: Well, because, like, I always go back to that song, Mean, which, like, it was during her country phase. It's a great song. It's well-written. And it's literally a song about, like, you could say all the this, all this stuff you want, but I'm going to be, like, successful and doing my own thing. And so it is very much just, like, I'm going to believe in myself and work really hard, and all you'll be is mean is, like, the line. So, that's kind of how I view Taylor Swift. And when she's done songs that are, like, in a similar vein, or even just, like, I don't know, talking about dudes in, like, a normal, non-intense way, I feel like she gets her point across better. So, bringing it back to Drake, I feel like when he kind of goes into his zone and talks about, like, his feelings or, like... Even, like, when he goes into, like, some of those stories where he, like, hooks up with girls, like, even those are more believable... Because he's, like, you know, telling a story with his, like, gentle crooner voice. Um, so I really liked Kanye's video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really liked Kanye's video. I don't know what song it was, but there's, like, this 13-minute video, because it was, like, before and after the song there was shit. Oh, God. That basically had this, like, nine or ten people orgy. (laughs) <laughs> with, like, George W. Bush. Oh, I think that, There's, like, all these famous people. I think, I think that, it was famous.
1: I think it was famous,
0: yeah. And um I was like, fuck, like, I don't know why, but I was just, like, very imprinting and interesting to me. The idea of just the, the way that people perceive, quote, like, famous people is an interesting phenomenon, but then to see all of these famous people in such a... Naked, obviously, position, which kind of humanizes them, and kind of disrupts your perspective of famous people. For some reason, I was like, "Damn, that's really cool." I I enjoyed that. The idea of like undermining the way that we sort of um, put famous people on some sort of platform or heightened level of existence, like, like, nah, man, these are like
1: literally just human animals like like at the end of the day it's kind of all one big fuck fest anyway right yeah i guess yeah (laughs) sorry did i just take that huge description of you being like poetic and i was just like no, yeah it's just about banging no i wasn't no that's not why i was like that
0: (gasps) the reason i said that is uh, because like to me like the idea of like um sex wasn't i don't know i didn't really think or care too much about the sex it was just like because they don't show any sort of sex in the thing. It's just, right. them, it's them still naked in the bed, and like yeah, yeah. most of them are like, not really them. It's like, like you know, um, replicas or like wax figures right, that look yeah. super real. Oh shit! But um, some of them are real. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. It kind of under and also yeah, it, it does sort of undermine like a lot of social mores and right. our certain things, like the idea of. An earlier state of man that just sort of like fucked when they wanted to. Yep. And didn't anyway. Does that does that connect back to Drake? <laughs> Not at all. There's no way to connect back to Drake. It's just, I was like waiting for it. No no no. You brought up Taylor Swift and I was like and you're
1: like, oh, yeah, I remember her being naked on a, in an orgy
0: in this one music video. Yeah, I remember being here, like, naked and still in this bed. Because, like, the shot is, like, them all naked in bed, and, like, they're all super still. Oh, okay. And the camera just pans across the bed, and you see all of them, like... It's, like, kind of creepy. Not completely naked, because they're, like, most of them are undercovers. But, right. Like, not completely, but... Um, Wait, is it just, like, a really long bed? Yeah, it's a really wide bed, <laughs> and it's, like, a really long, like, two-minute shot. Fuck. And um,
1: I feel like I heard about that video and was like, "That sounds really gross," and I don't want to watch it. But maybe I should just like to know what it looks like. It's not gross; it's cool. I mean, but I guess
0: maybe it's not a huge fuck fest, but or it is in the way that like sex is such a huge motivating factor in the world, right? Like. So I went to a movie in the afternoon, and when I was, like, waiting in the lobby, I looked up, and I was like, oh, shit, I've been to this theater a lot, and I've never noticed all these posters. Yeah. And the posters were, like, old, or films from, like, 60s and earlier, most of them. Mm. And, like, 80% of them had an attractive women, woman or, like, a, a female body in a certain position or a certain way that was enticing. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like that's really one of the most important motivating factors in just animals is sex yep and like it makes sense that like that's why 80% of these fucking posters like they're trying that's one of their selling points yeah I mean sex sells dude that's what they say um cause it's yeah it's just like that's it's just part of our like what we are as animals It's it's
1: fine right yeah it happens you know Sometimes you think people are attractive and it makes you want to buy stuff. Or see things. Or see things. What? Or buy them stuff. Right. So you can... See things. And do things. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. I think we're about good on that one, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh- <laughs> I took that conversation way out. The I know, I was like, oh, I kind of want to see where this goes, but I think we've probably probably time to move on um so that was non-stop that was non-stop uh the next song is a uh, selena gomez song yay wolves right yeah, yeah. wolves oh um, yes i love that song yay <laughs> uh this new song is called back to you <laughs> She's back to the wolf. Uh, I guess we'll see if there's the, wait, more wolf really parties. Really quick, speaking of
0: wolves, I'm reading that book that you... Remember we were talking about, um, fuck, Hesse or Hesse? Her- Herman Hesse? Yeah, Hesse. Yeah. I'm reading Steppenwolf. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You it's like good it? Read. Yeah, it's a good read. Hell I enjoy yeah. i enjoy, enjoying it so far. It's good. You ought to read it, kids.
1: So here we go. Back to the wolf, or back to you. Back to wolves. Part two, the wolfening. <laughs> This time it's personal <laughs> <laughs> it. Part 4 Dances with wolves <laughs> Part 5 Dances with wolves Again <laughs> They're lazy Part 6 Three wolves Howling moon t-shirt <laughs> Part 7 The wolf awakens Part 8 Return of the wolf Part 9 Tears Under Moonlight. <laughs> Part 10 The Wolf Strikes Back. <laughs> um, okay, I ran out of wolf jokes. Part 11 like, The Howl of the Wolf. <laughs> Wait, is this being recorded the whole time? Oh, it's been recorded. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you turned it no, off. No, I wouldn't turn it off, dude. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man. That's awesome because, that, because like,
0: we talk, we obviously talk between segments. Uh-huh. So it's nice that, like, the, the listeners got a taste of, in my mind, like, the things that we actually say off. Oh, Sometimes man. we say really funny shit, like, off segment, that's off true. recording, and I'm like, fuck, I, w- I kind of wish, like, but it's like you can't, you can't, you can't capture all the magic because we got to stop to listen to the songs. At some point. And the magic just never stops.
1: So it's <laughs> like, like When Seth and Josh yeah. hang out, the magic never stops. Yeah. Thought to put that on a t-shirt. Anyway, let's actually review this. Now
0: I'd go back to you.
1: Alright, so prior to recording this, Josh just looks at his phone at the lyrics and he's like, fuck, okay. (laughs) So now I'm like, shit, is that a good fuck or a bad fuck or... I looked at it and I was like, fuck, okay.
0: (laughs) Right. No, no, it was like a little more optimistic. It was like, fuck, okay. Right. So, um... Okay, this is the problem. Yeah, what's up? The track is so fucking middle-of-the-road mall background garbage. Yeah. But the lyrics are, like, not bad. Yeah. That's why I was like, ah, shit. Right. So, like, I'm so conflicted, but, ah, because it's like, I could kind of vibe with the Drake song, but the lyrics are, like, ass. (laughs) Whereas, like, this, it's just like, if I focus, maybe now, if I, like, knowing the lyrics more, if I just focus on them and the story... I could kind of overlook... Uh, I don't know. It's hard. One it's hard, has dude. the music and one has the words. Right. I mean, which is more important, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, I really like the sentiment of, like, you know, um... Just, you go through life and lying next to someone else and, you know, you can't help but think of some, like, this closeness or connection you felt with someone other than who you are next to. Yeah.
1: Um... But, yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I enjoyed this song a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, I thought I went into this being like, cool, here we go. It's going to be a Disney song. I get it. But, you know, I actually I actually kind of enjoyed myself. Uh, despite... I enjoyed dancing with you. We started goofing off. That's true. I enjoyed yeah. that. I might have enjoyed that more than the song. Yeah. TBH. Um, I don't know. You know what? You know what though I will say the very first couple lines of this song I actually thought were very clever. Uh where she was like, "I took a shot of you, but I decided to chase it with a cold night so I could water down my feelings for you." I was like, "Damn, that's like some clever wordplay. Good job." Like I was into that. But then from there it just immediately went into like, you know, normal normal stereotypical stuff. But those first couple of lines gave me some hope. I was like, oh shit, it's like clever, very descriptive, and like good about, you know, telling what that feeling is like. And then it just kind of went into like the normal stuff. Um, Were you thrown off by that drum beat into the chorus? Because I was a little (laughs) thrown off by it. It was cool, yeah. It was like, um,.
0: It was a different, I think it was a different, like, meter of time. Right. And then, like, I think what they did is they kept flipping the, what was the one and the and. Okay. Is that what was happening? I'm pretty sure it was, like, an odd meter, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, they cut an eighth note, so it was, like, what used to be the and is now the one. Right. Yeah. Something something kind of off-kilter, which is, like, all right, whatever, they tried to throw in, like, a little bit of a... Yeah, we went to MI, and we can (laughs) throw in a 7-8 measure there.
1: Right, like, let's, like, take this average pop song and just throw in, like, a 7-8 right there. Uh, No, I mean, I was fine with it. I was just like, wait, is my brain, like, not reading that properly, or is there something else going on? But I'm glad that you caught that, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, her voice was good. I thought she had a great voice. Um, I don't really know. I feel like the pre-chorus was kind of like the way that the cadence of the line was was kind of in like a weird timing so I don't really think it was as as sticky as I was hoping it would be oh yeah I know um we are sitting in this space together but steamy space together <laughs> I mean sticky in that like I was hoping I would remember it a little bit more you know but Whoa. well I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, hey <sighs> oh, oh, Helen Oh, man <laughs> We ought to bring that, bring that back At some anal experience. Uh-huh. Wasn't, wasn't as, it wasn't as It wasn't as sticky as I was hoping There, I said it Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I don't know, man Like, I um, I feel like this song was so close to being memorable But it just wasn't Old people do it in the butt What were you saying? sir? That was... (laughs) That line was more memorable than this song was. I'm going to go home and that line is going to haunt me. You will never forget what I just
0: said. (laughs) You'd be, like, taking a shit and you'd be like, what? Why did I think of that? fuck, dude.
1: Why? You'll be eating cereal and you'll be like, oh, what? Why did I think of that? In my darkest moments. Yeah. I'll remember it. But this song will be completely forgotten in time. Um that was my problem with this song is it was so close to being... It was so close to being something, but it just kind of was, like, middle of the road for me, I think, overall. Like, her voice was good, but it didn't really stand out. Like, the beat was good, but it didn't really stand out. Like... It was just a very average And you were saying like the beat sounds like It was gonna be played in like a mall somewhere And I was like yeah I could totally see this being like An H&M song you know like you just Kind of walk around and it's like It's like musical wallpaper but you don't really like Look deeper into it which is a yeah, which was, is a shame because it had certain things that were definitely going for it. It was uninspired,
0: unoriginal, super yeah. processed, whatever. Yeah, I mean it's Disney basically. Yeah, or Also Disney music.
1: Also, Selena Gomez has this thing. I noticed this on on uh, Three Wolves Howling T-shirt as well, but um, she does this thing with her voice where in all of the in all of the the production. During the pre verse, during the pre choruses and the choruses, she always does like this octave lower thing, like this octave lower effect, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of distracting, honestly. Like, I kind of wish that wouldn't happen. Like, I just wish there'd be either like an actual harmony, or I just wish it wasn't there at all. Because i it's, it's, it was very distinctive on on the Dances with Wolves song, but it was also like I noticed it here and was like, okay, I guess this is just something she does now. And I kind of wish she didn't, because I feel like she has a good enough voice, or she doesn't have to, like, do weird gimmicks like that. That's her trademark? <sighs> yeah, I guess. Let's write an angry letter and mail it to her, um, publicist. Dear Miss Gomez, I am here writing to you today because I just listened to your song, uh... Next, next to you, be with you, be with you. Right, that was the name of the song. I just listened. We just listened to your song, "Be with You." There's a lot of there's a lot of cross out lines in this yeah. letter, uh, and we noticed that underneath your nice, soothing voice was the voice of a dark, demonic spirit, and we didn't like it. Can you please remove it from all future songs? XOXO Gossip Girl. Yeah, XOXO P.S. Do you like me? Yes or no? Y slash N. Y slash N. Please send a corresponding response letter to the following address. (laughs) Peace and love. That's the letter. Yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. Whoop. Uh, Anyway, yeah, pretty average. Pretty average song. Let's... Let's see if the next song
0: isn't a little bit more memorable. The thing is, I'm going to have such a bitch of trying to figure out, like, if I like that one or the Drake one more.
1: Oh, yeah. The ranking is going to be super weird this episode. I, I can't pick, but yeah. Yeah. I I can already tell this is going <clears> to <throat> be a hard one. Um, let's see. So, that was Back to You. Um, next song is a song called Trip. Which is by Ella May, who is the one that did Boot Up, which was both of our number one songs from last season. So, this is an exciting time, Josh. Cool. Might have a memorable song in our hands here. I heard it on the radio today. You heard this song? Boot Up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I did. Well, I did it like a couple weeks ago, and I was very excited. But, um, yeah, let's check it out and see what we got. I think
0: that I'm done tripping, I'm tripping.
1: I guess I'm gonna record this next episode. Oh shit! Oh, sorry. My bad for tripping on you, dude. Ah, oh, my god. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. Real talk. <laughs> I have. So I have some conflicting feelings, but overall, I was pretty much just like transported by the song. I got, I got conflict within. You have conflict with it as well. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to just start by saying the things I liked about it. Um, I really liked her voice. I really liked the piano part in the uh, in the beat. And I really liked how... Yeah, I mean, those are the two main things. I really liked how expressive she was. She really sold a lot of parts that... Um, I don't think other singers would have been able to sell as convincingly, um, and I really liked the piano and how or- how organic it felt and how that kind of brought out more emotion from the song. Um, my criticisms are two things. Firstly, I feel like the um, the mix of how high the hi hat and the snare were were like a little bit too much. Like, I feel like they were a little bit too involved. Like, if they had been brought down a little bit, I feel like that would have added to kind of, like, the emotional vibe of the song. Um, My other criticism is that just the way that that chorus went, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Like, I kind (laughs) of wasn't really sure I felt about it. Like, the way that she was saying the word trip, you know? Yeah. It it almost sounded like she was saying drip, which was, like, kind of distracting to me. Uh yeah, um, I just don't really know. I feel like that could have been written in like a better way, you know. Like I feel like that chorus could have been written in a better way. Um, but I liked the rest of it just fine. I just think the chorus was like I don't know. I, I don't know if I was I don't know if I was totally sold. I think her voice like super helped, but I, I just don't know if I was convinced on it all the way. So what do you think? Um.
0: Real quick I was looking at my hand As one does And I was like Holy fuck Like For the vast majority Of human existence We looked at our hands With no knowledge That there's fucking bone in there Like we didn't know what bones were Let alone that we had bones Like You know what I mean? Like Imagine living with just such utter ignorance of like what your body is and how it works. It's like fucking mind blowing. <laughs> i love how this is like totally killing Seth. like how unrelated all of that was. like what what dude dude but just imagine like imagine being a human like looking at your hand and like having I mean, no idea that there's a bone or, blo- or like or blood in there like i mean yeah that's that's that
1: weird that's pretty that's pretty weird dude like animals Like cats don't know They have bones <laughs> you know what I mean Some cats barely Even know they're cats I
0: mean exactly. shit Exactly It's fucking like Flop all over shit And as humans We have to live with The knowledge of bones And the knowledge Of our death Yeah it's, You know A whole other big. anyway So the song Um
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Yes The song <laughs> Does Ella May know That she has bones In her body Who knows I'm sure she knows who knows, um, man? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Her vo-
0: there's, like, moments... Like, okay, I like her voice a lot. And there's moments where I'm just like, damn, there's, like, so much... There's, like, passion and there's, like, some sensual, you know, aspects to the- her voice. And I was like, I really like her voice. Um, the chorus, like, the track itself, including the chorus, the hook, I was just like... Ah, the melody's okay. Yeah. The lyrics... Are really repetitive and like whatever, yeah, yeah. And like the initial opening verse is metaphor. I was like trying to make it work, and I was like, emotionally, it kind of makes sense, but like if you read it, it doesn't really make metaphorical sense because she's like, yeah, putting the safety on her emotions. Okay, so her emotions are a gun, right? And she wants to not let them completely out because she'll shoot his heart. She's like, because I'll, I'll hit, I'll hit your heart and he's like and then she's like but you'll save me take the bullet for me and it's like what do you mean you just said you would shoot oh yeah you'd shoot at his heart How how is he taking a bullet for you <laughs> shooting his heart means he's taking him. the bullet yeah like you're shooting at him <laughs> right you're not shooting at yourself or someone else and he's right. like saving you right but I guess emotionally it makes sense of in, in a way it doesn't have to make complete metaphorical
1: sense well was she saying that she would like shoot her own heart or was she saying no, that she would his shoot heart. his heart yeah oh yeah but I weird. guess
0: but uh, you yeah, whatever so right um like I feel like the lyrics were way more clever and like interesting and catchy from boot up Yeah, I agree. like, the production was more layered and interesting, and her voice shined through more. Yeah. Like, for me, this is, like, a very, very average track, but because it's, like, her voice, which I like, that kind of elevates it, but, yeah, I don't know.
1: I think, you know, and I think when I was listening to this song, I think I really wanted to like it more than I was. I think that was a big part. Like, I was sitting there being like, oh man, I really want to like this track. Because I like Boot Up a lot. But I think you're right. I think this is pretty much like an average version of Boot Up. Because it's even doing the same kind of like alliteration, or not alliteration. It's doing the same onomatopoeias, like that style that Boot Up is. But it's doing it with a word that is, it's like, it's being used too much. Like, it's too repetitive. Like, she's saying, like, Trip a bunch in the background when it doesn't really, like, apply to the thought. Whereas, like, boot up is being used in a way that is clever because of the way that it's used within, like, the phonetics of of that phrase. With, like, the bada boot up, it sounds like she's doing, like, kind of like a scat beat. Whereas in this, she's just kind of inserting Trip kind of anywhere. Right. It doesn't really work the same way. I don't know. I I, I think ultimately... Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately I was a little disappointed because, again, like, I was really wanting to like this track. But I think when I hear you talk about it, I just have to accept the fact that it's kind of average.
0: That's why certain independent music, one of the reasons it's really refreshing is, like, you can often get a break from the topic of love slash sex. Right. And the writing is can be very much more often
1: unique and personal and... Yeah, um, kind of free yourself up. Imaginative, a little bit. yeah, yeah. But or if you are going to talk about love, a lot of the times in independent music, you see it talked about it in like different it's ways. A different way, yeah, it's a kind of yeah, or like more complicated relationship topics.
0: Yeah, or that and or even seeming more heartfelt and like personal or real, you know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she's tripping on his love, and Selena's would go back to him, you know. Yeah. So the lyrics to Selena I thought were pretty decent, though. I, I like They were more interesting to me than this one.
1: I feel like they had their moments, but overall I kind of feel like these two were about the same, in my opinion. Like, lyric-wise, I yeah, felt yeah. like they were about the same. Mm. I I'd, I'd give Selena the lyric edge. I think Selena had that one line at the beginning that I thought... See, it's really sad because I feel like Selena had that line at the beginning that was basically like the better version of what this line was trying to do in this song. Because she had the line about how it's like, I tried your love, it hurt me, it didn't work, so I had to, I had to break away from it for my own health. But I feel like she said that in such a more... I don't know, she said it in such a more, like, articulated way, and and with, like, a metaphor that made a lot more sense. Whereas this song, I think, was trying to, like, use the metaphor and then turn it around into another metaphor, but it did it, like, in a way that wasn't really that clear. But it also gives you a moment,
0: like, just... The moment of lying next to a person and then still having thoughts and feelings and connection to someone else. like That's
1: true. That's that, true.
0: It gives you this, like, relatable personal moment. It's like a little snapshot. Yeah, where it's like you can kind of mm. think and relate to that. Whereas this one is just, like, poor metaphors and kind of, like, almost annoying chorus of
1: trip. That's fair. Yeah, it's so hard. I feel like choosing between this and the other one is so tough. Because I go back and forth, because on the, on the other one, like, the beat, to me, was way more forgettable, and on this one, like, the the beat was a lot more interesting because of the piano yeah. element. The music and her voice, I liked more than Selena's song. Yeah. But Selena's lyrics went out a little bit. I don't know. The ranking is going to be really interesting this episode, so we'll see what happens. Um, you want to move on to the last one? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So, last song of the night is going to be... I'm pretty sure this is going to be exactly the opposite of everything we've reviewed tonight, because so far it's been, like, you know, slow crooners. This last song is a song by a young man named YG. It's called Big Bank. Uh, it's featuring 2 Chains, <clears throat> possibly Big Boy. 2 chains. 2 chains, but I got me a few on. Um, so, yeah, I personally some background on yg i love yg (laughs) he did this album called still brazy which to me was probably one of the better rap albums of the year it came out it was very like g-funk era feeling uh and he just came out with a new album a couple months ago so i'm interested to see what this sounds like so yeah let's uh who yg no a couple months ago It's YG Yeah Okay you're, okay Okay. Yeah he had a new album I forget what it was called But I think this song Is probably on it So Big Bang Big Bang Skrilla Dollars oh. Bread oh. Cash oh. Money yeah. yeah I I, no, I, I. <laughs> Big bank tight, low buy. Type of money you're gonna need to The type of money you're gonna need to buy. Front of money you gonna need to buy. From the hood this type of money, make you stay away. Type of money she gonna let you put it in a five. Big bank tight, low buy, buy. Buy, buy. Dude. Dude.
0: <laughs> that was fucking awesome.
1: What? What just happened? Like.
0: <laughs> Dude. Like. What? That shit was like fucking <laughs> hilarious. That
1: shit was amazing. I, oh I, my I, enjoyed, God. That. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. There was no reason why I should have enjoyed that. And yet, there was a marimba hook. <laughs> there was a marimba hook. It was silly as fuck. It dude. It was so fucking funny. It was so corny and so. Dude, alright. <laughs>
0: Just like, there's, the there's multiple lines that I was like, oh fuck, this is golden. <laughs> And it just needed one, but it had oh like five. Oh my god, here's, dude! Okay, here's one. Yeah, please, please. Big, okay, big sack, a lot
1: of hose. Like Santa. Like Santa. <laughs> that's fucking genius. That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, I. You know, I think YG had a lot of the best lines. Honestly, that's fucking great. Two Chains had, Two Chains had a couple where I was just like, "What the fuck is he yeah. talking about?" But I was kind of okay with it. And. Oh man! Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but okay. like, there's okay. this subtle little
0: like master- masturbation joke. She's like, she said, "What's she gonna do if I leave?" I said, "Bitch, I'ma do me."
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. Fucking that's clever. That's, like, that's definitely a masturbation. Like, do your own joke. thing, but
0: also you're just gonna like fuck yourself. Just gonna jerk it. Yeah. That's so funny, <laughs> dude. You know what I think my favorite part of the hook was? And then the girls like tell him, host oh, okay. that it's crunch time." Abdomen.
1: Like (laughs) fuck yeah. Come on man, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Abdomen. Oh my god. I was into that. No, you know what I think my favorite part of that was was that every time (laughs) every time the chorus started, the marimba did like the re-leaded, but it was every fucking chorus. It was Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, the chorus is coming, gotta redo the marimba part. (laughs) No, but it was like the it was like the bloop. Bloop, 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 it's like, oh shit, it's building back up to like this single marimba. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was like the proudest marimba. You know, it was oh, just yeah. like oh fuck, it's my time. Loud and proud. Here we go. Yeah. She was so fortunate. Oh my god. That was that's a song that in any other circumstance, there's no reason why I should've liked that. There's no reason. Like, that has all the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I don't I love know. Love that song, That's dude. A, might make top five. Maybe it was a good chance. It was so entertaining. It was so entertaining. And that. But you know what's really interesting about this song, though, is that I don't. I don't even think this would work as a background track. Like, you have to listen to it. Because as a background track, it's too simple. Like, there's not enough going on in the in the production. No, but it's also too quirky. Like, this comes on, you gotta be like, what the
0: fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. And then you just gotta, like, laugh and sing and you along and, like, rap it. with it. Yeah, like, like what the ride fuck? with it. Yeah.
1: Even the chorus itself, it was not even... It wasn't even a chorus that was complicated. It was super simple. It was literally just, like, you know, like... So much I like it was literally like I have so much money, I have to put it in a bank. You're like, yeah, no shit. And it's big, like, big bank eat little milk. Right. You're just like what the I fuck. I drink your milkshake. Yeah, seriously.
0: Um okay, uh, this I, okay. Is so funny, dude. The appeal of this reminds me a little bit of that one song that I think it was your number one of like season fuck, I don't remember. What was your number one of like season two or three?
1: It was really funny and catchy. Was it lemon? Yeah. 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 And it kind of has that kind of appeal. It does. It does, but the production is so much more basic, and yeah. yet somehow yeah, yeah. it works. Like it's, it's not quite as catchy, but yeah. You know what I think it is, is that... <laughs> What I think it is is that every single person that's on this track is super charismatic. Yeah. You know? And I think that their charisma totally shines and comes out in every single one of their bars in ways that, honestly, like, again, if it was literally anybody else doing these lines, it would so not be as successful. And yet, you have, like, you know, you have YG, who's, like, very, very, like, OG doing his thing, but he has these Clever lines that are really funny, and like He kind of like, he'll kind of poke fun at himself Sometimes, then you have uh, Big Sean Who is so over-the-top Braggadocious that he basically Makes dad jokes uh, You have 2 Chains, Who's, again, so over-the-top That he kind of doesn't care anymore And then you have Nicki Minaj, who, you know Smuggles bricks into her vagina through China. So that's already a given. And you just have them over this like <laughs> this like fucking three note marimba beat with some trap hi hat. Yeah. You're fucking good. Oh yeah. You're good to go. I also wait, can <laughs> we just add the fact that Nicki Minaj was like, wait, I haven't said anything about my ass. Okay, I'm gonna throw it in that last line. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a stank hoe. <laughs> Oh, okay. I know that whole time I was like, wait, she hasn't said anything about her butt? Is this Nicki Minaj? It's like, oh there it is. Okay. There it is, yeah. God. There's gotta be something in your contract where it's like, okay, if I have any if I have any uh guest spots in any line, I have to talk about my butt. I have to. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Um fuck dude. Well, one thing is for sure. <laughs> After this, complete surprise upset, this song is absolutely my number one. Oh, yeah. There's no other way around it. Not even close. Far and away, my number one.
0: The other three are in this weird, like, muddy puddle of, I don't know which one. Yeah, I can... And, like, this one is, like, clearly a
1: number one. Clearly. Clearly. Fuck. It's so, it's so funny. I don't, yeah, I was not expecting that one bit. This is completely a time where a song's entertainment value far overshadows any of its production, anything else, really. It's just... Mm. It's just a banger. Although, you know, I guess I shouldn't say that, because the production really adds to the appeal of the song and how yeah. simple it is. It's... it's, Yeah, I mean, I guess it's elements that are working together in tandem to produce a result. And... The result is that we had a good time listening to it. Yes. Damn. Making me, like, rethink my life. What do I find entertaining about songs? Should I rethink my value of songs just because I don't think that they're high art? Should I rethink things based on quality and and skills that I perceived to be important but now aren't because this song just made me laugh real hard with my bro?
0: yeah I think laughter and lightheartedness is there's no reason that that's less important than other
1: things yeah um I think I learned something about myself today (laughs) the more more you know
0: (laughs) yeah
1: yeah Um, fuck dude this is an educational episode god damn well okay so now that we have that what would you rank the other three that's the real question that's the tough part
0: okay here's okay here's the funny like the thing about it is this song would normally not be my number one right. because although it was entertaining it was entertaining and funny it like with all light hearted oh that's silly haha right it has a it has potential to become annoying or like lose its charm sure like if you hear it too much if it's like certain humor it's like doesn't lose its charm but I feel like this humor is more like more novelty more more susceptible for me to like okay that's not as funny like the fifth time yeah um but I don't know I mean maybe probably um so but just based on the high of the like enjoyment of it I would give this number one yeah um the other three I have to just go with my gut my gut is saying fuck Okay, my gut is giving number two to Selena. Okay. Because I could relate to it and and I had her emotional response to it. Right. Um my number three was is would have to go to Drake because I vibed with the music. Damn, okay. Really vibe with the music and I could just like background the lyrics and just vibe with it. And LMA's gotta be last because the lyrics were a little bit annoying they were actually annoying you just like couldn't get over it I couldn't get over how the metaphors were just like what but then the chorus was like what (laughs) and that's fair fuck her her voice wasn't enough to bring it above the shit that bothered me like damn the problem is like that was the one song where like shit actually bothered me like okay The words and the mediocre, like, version, like, the total, like, fucking mall version of LMA track bothered me, along with the lyrics, so, like... Okay. The moments of, like, fuck, I like her voice weren't enough to bring it above the shit that annoyed me. Got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally, you know, I totally understand that call, I think it's hard for me to hear because I I like Boot Up so much and I really want LMA to be put into situations Where she's able to You know do the best That she can and be able to sing songs That are the best for her Sometimes you don't get that you know Like she probably didn't write this song So sometimes it's You know you get these songs that you just kind of have to do um, I don't really know. I mean, I shouldn't assume. Maybe she did write it, in which case, sorry, LMA. Um, But... But, okay, real quick, though.
0: Yeah. You catch me on another day, and I could potentially swap Selena to the bottom. Mm. Because I could be like, man, I just really am not in the mood for that, like, mall garbage. Right. And then, like, then she would be four, <laughs> and then LMA would be three, and Drake would yeah. be two but anyway okay. but for now like, oh, that's yeah
1: got it well you know i'm going to i'm going to mix this up even more so again big bang for sure number 1 um yeah just the surprise upset i don't even know if big bang would even break my top 5 in a normal day <laughs> but for whatever reason tonight that song just hit me in the right way everything just worked out and just ended up being a great experience i think you were saying something interesting where you were like you know it might get overplayed if you were to play it too much but like just hearing it the one time you're just like what the fuck this is amazing um and i think that for replay value for that song it would be kind of you know kind of a toss-up like if i were to hear that like two or three more times who knows if i would think of it in the same way um but just the the brazenness and the the how proud that marimba part is of itself there's something about it that is just so charming that i feel like i kind of got to give it to it there's a lot of charm to the marimba yeah and just how 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 open about itself it is you know i respect that so for now for tonight big bank is very solidly number one for me um yeah, these next three are hard. I feel like I decided before I said that, but now I'm, like, here and I'm nervous. Um, you know, I'm just going to go with my gut because I might decide differently on another day. My gut says that fucking... Uh, probably gonna, Well, I'm probably going to regret this later. Fucking give an LMA the number two spot. Um, I think the reason why... I do Is because Despite the fact That the The usage of the word Trip was Kind of Was kind of Detrimental to the song Unfortunately Um Overall I felt That the production And that LMA's voice Was enough to carry it Mm. Um yeah because there was there was some real passion and real conviction in her voice, even if what she was saying wasn't that convincing, I think that she overcame that and I yeah and I think that between that and the piano part which was also very you know it was passionate it had feeling in it, I think those two things really worked for me mm. um, I think I'm, I'm like I
0: can so. Because those three songs are so, like, murky. Yeah. I could easily agree. I could agree. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, and I'm like, damn, yeah, that's my number two. Yeah. Because of the three songs, I most enjoyed the moments of when LMA's voice was just like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah. That's like, so, it has that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, just, just looking back on the song and just, like, the core elements of what I remember... Um, her voice is still something that stands out. Like, between her and that piano part, like, those are the, those are two things that really stand out to me. Yeah. Just overall from what I heard tonight. And yeah. so, just because of that, even if she was given kind of a whack chorus to sing and had to say trip a bunch, I think I'm still gonna give her the number two spot, just cause I think that her performance was that good. Yeah. Um, number three, I would actually give to Selena Gomez. Um, because, again, you know, the lyrics were definitely an improvement. Um, I think the lyrics were definitely superior to the LMA song. But, good lord, that that beat was just so average. <laughs> and, it honestly, it sounded very similar to the Wolf song that we heard from her earlier. Um, and because of that, you know, it just... That reflects... On Selena Gomez that she is, like, she's almost like a DDR artist, you know, where, like, you're given, like, an electronic beat and she's, like, the guest vocalist. Like, it doesn't really feel like her song, you know? Like, it feels like she was asked to guest on a song by a producer, but it doesn't really feel like her song still. Mm. And I think that... Like, the LMA song, like, it sounds in the same vein as Boot Up, at least. So it sounds like she's owning that song. But for Selena Gomez, it sounds like she, like, you know, she could have been swapped out for another singer, and it would have been like, yeah, sure, like, they could do this too. Um, so because of that, I think I would give Selena Gomez number three. Um, her voice is fine, but just that beat in the production is just so average. Um... And then I think I would give the number four Drake. And I think the reason why I would give the number four to Drake... You know... I think it was actually all Drake... Is the reason why I would give it number four. Kind of the opposite of the other songs. I think the other songs, the production was kind of hurting them. But I think of this one, for number four... I think it was Drake that was hurting himself. Um, one reason is that I know that you were cool with Drake's delivery. But I just could not get into it. It was so boring to me, yeah. honestly. <laughs> like, like yeah. he had even less energy than fucking, uh, <laughs> what was that song with the scorpion on the cover? Yeah. Um, oh, man. It was him just, like, being really, like, butthurt about shit. Like, that had low energy. This had even lower energy. Yeah. He was, like, so, practically whispering half of his lines. Ball- like, fall asleep playlist yeah Yeah. like straight up like narcolepsy playlist it was just so so low energy that I was like dude just put some effort into your fucking delivery like come on and just go to bed dude yeah Yeah. you sound tired go to sleep do it tomorrow Um, and the other thing is that that combined with him trying to have these hard ass lyrics but him like practically whispering all of his lines it just was not convincing at all to me and like that was the thing with all the other with all the other songs tonight is that the vocals and the performances from the lyricists were were all the most convincing parts of all the songs but Drake just didn't fucking get me you know like he didn't didn't convince me that he was actually being genuine about his part Um, the beat was fine I was cool with it but just Drake trying to be like yeah I'm like so tough (laughs) but like I don't know I just didn't believe him you know? And I think that was a big part with that song. Like, if... You know you know how sometimes, like, Eminem will start on, like, a normal flow, and then he'll, like, amp up his voice and, like, throw more distortion on it. Yeah. Get a little angrier. I feel like if Drake had done something like that, like, even if he had just pushed his voice a little more on those parts, it would have been more convincing. But no, the... Drake... This is Drake. I got a
0: good description. Yeah. Drake at his mo- Drake, at his most, like beefy intimidating is like I'm going to write a passive aggressive tweet and take a nap
1: yeah literally that's that's great. which I think it, which I think actually historically is like what he's done <laughs> so that's not too far from what he might actually yeah. do so yeah I mean long winded answer but I think Joe could be number four for me so um this was a fascinating episode though oh Endless fascination. You could say nonstop fascination. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, damn. Well I guess that's the end of the episode. You, yeah. You still got forty left? Uh no, I finished mine. Oh, I've got like a pretty I've got like a good fifth. Do you have any jokes to tell? Um
0: No. I, there's, like, one really long joke that I could try to attempt. Oh, shit. Well, how long is it? It's, it's not that long, but it's, like, I'm stealing it from the movie Blaze about the songwriter Blaze Foley. Oh. And it's, I, like, a good joke, but it's, like, I can't remember it well enough to do it
1: well. Aw, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, let's see. What's another way that we could kill some time while I, while I kill this 40? Um. Just chug it. Just chug it? Just chug it, should, should I just put some dramatic, like, rocky background music while I chug this? Or I could hum tequila. That's actually what you should do. Alright, mm-hmm. let's do it. <laughs>
0: tequila.
1: <laughs>
0: tequila. Tequila. <laughs> Everyone go watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure right now. I don't
1: think that's when they say tequila. It's not. I don't remember that I was
0: song. waiting for you to do, like, the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's, like... Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to chugging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I, like... Have, I saw the movie as a child, and I don't remember it. And I was like, that's the only time I heard this song.
1: So I don't know. Uh Damn. Well, it's okay. You know what? The only time was that I heard that song was in the very first Ninja Turtles movie. It's in that movie? Oh it is. Oh fuck. I've seen that movie too, also as a child.
0: Yeah, they randomly drop it in when they're eating pizza. I don't know why, but I have like a
1: very intense desire to watch that movie. <laughs> it's a great movie, dude. That's I what that's when like- Shredder is actually like an intimidating villain. A
0: lot of my desire is probably like nineties nostalgia, but I really want to watch that right now. You should. Just go home and watch I it. I am gonna watch that. Do you have it on VHS? No, I can rent it on stream it. Oh, okay. But that's um, fun too. It's a great movie. You should watch it. Yeah, no, I you know what's funny? Okay, I've seen I saw the three. The only one that I owned as a child or my parents owned for me was uh-huh. the third one.
1: Oh, the, is that when they go back the in time? the weird time travel? Yeah. Thing. Which was like kind of
0: okay. I loved it as a child because I loved Ninja Turtles. Like I was all up about Ninja yeah. Turtles and like the Me too. Ninja Turtles three and like the Nintendo game.
1: Oh yeah, dude, that God, game was I fucking, fucking love awesome. That game. I played that shit. So I never much. beat it. Me neither. I never really. It's like really fucking hard. It is. But um. You know what? I gotta say, though, I never really watched the third Ninja Turtles movie. I only watched the first one, and then the Secret Ooze of the Ooze. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, The first one's probably the best. But first the first one is, like, a legitimately good movie. Like yeah. It has, like, themes and shit. The second one's decent. Um, yeah. Fuck,
0: I want, I'm just gonna go to my friend's house. They have, like, an emulator, and I'm just gonna, like, finally beat that game. <laughs> How long watch... has it been? Since I played it? Yeah, well, I don't know, it was like, 20 years. Well, better time than any of. Was well, fucking fucking it like a child? Damn. But, um Yeah. Let's go be at that game. I really want to watch this movie though, like really bad. You should. So I'm going to. Wait, what are you doing this
1: weekend?
0: You want to watch it? Yeah, we should Again. watch it. Fuck yeah. We, sh- you know what? We should order a pizza and then
1: we should watch it. That sounds very, very much like what we should do. Hell yeah. We could play a drinking game to it. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, really quick before we go, have you heard of the mustache game? Do you know no, what that is? No. So here's what it is and I'm I'm sharing this with you and with our listeners because I feel like it's a very valuable drinking game. It's very important to me as a person, um, what it is is you get your screen, you know, whatever you're watching your movie on, be it a laptop or an actual TV or what have you, and you make about three to four paper mustaches. Okay. You make them all different sizes. Okay. You know, make one small, make one big, different types of mustaches, and then you take some tape and you tape them to different parts of the screen. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, whenever someone's head in the in the movie lines up with a mustache, you drink. That's that's great. It's that's it, fucking great. It's the best. I love that. It's really. It's I, simple. Oh it's God. elegant. It's that's great. So yeah, I'm so down. Yeah, it's really great. And what what you normal what people normally do when you when I played it is you put one like dead center. You put one like in a weird corner, <laughs> and then the other two you just kind of like put somewhere yeah. random yeah and you'd be surprised dude cause like sometimes it lines up really yeah, good yeah, yeah like if you ever if you ever see one of those movies from like the 80s or 90s where you get like the candid shot of the main character like walking down the street in like a crowded walkway inevitably like multiple people's faces will line up with multiple <laughs> mustaches and then you're like oh fuck and then you're like oh, I drink a ton uh, uh, yeah. it's great okay so highly recommended yeah uh, and with that I think we leave you a merry mustache to do. A merry mustache to do. Um, thanks again for listening, everybody. You guys are the best. Um, we do have a Patreon, so if you would like to support us, you can go www.patreon.com slash 40s on 40s. Give a dollar or so, and you, you can help us buy 40s for this very podcast. We might even shout out your name if you actually you know, want to sign up for it. It would be super fun. We'd high-five you if we saw you. It'd be great. Um, Also, uh, this is episode 35. Fuck. Which means we're halfway through the season. It's imminent. It is imminent. Uh, We're still, as you've probably heard us drunkenly talk about, we are still planning the last couple episodes. But they will be very exciting. So please stick around and keep listening. Because you never know, that 40th episode and that top and bottom episode are going to come up. And it's going to be great. Yeah. So, uh, with that, I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And you guys are great. Thank you so much. As always, hope you're having a lovely day or night, depending on when you're listening. And uh, we will see you very soon. Bye. Love you. Love you, too.